podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. idea of dementia around football. I wonder if it's something that you as players discuss these days or worry of these days. Uh, yeah, of course we're wary of it. You know, it's it's coming up in conversation more and more. There's there's more awareness, um, which is good for the players because it means that they're in the best possible hands and I'm sure the club do a lot of work with, with the medical guys to, to make sure that the protocols are there and, and they're followed. Um, so, you know, there is a lot more awareness about it, which is good. How do you go about sort of dealing with that, having it sort of hanging over you as you continue to try and play the game and play to the best of, of your abilities? Uh, yeah, of course, it's, it's a tough one. Um, but I think as professional athletes, you know, you're you're just wired to, to try and give the best of yourself all the time. And, and of course, there's always a risk of injury. Um, you know, every time you, you go into the pitch, you, you may get a tackle or, like you said, a head knock in this instance. Um, so, of course, you have to balance the risk a little bit, but... Um, you know, I think as sports people, then you know you you want to try and test the limit and push the limit as much as you can. Of course, you want to do it safely, um, and and that's why the professionals are involved in these conversations to to help minimise the risk as much as possible. Is this one of those things that you're you're all all too keen to support and back, given obviously Billy's name is is put to it as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, everybody knows Billy's standing at this club and and what he meant to the club, what he meant to the supporters. So. You know, it's a it's a brilliant cause, and you know we we want to support that as much as we possibly can at the club. Um, so you know, so it's a great for me to be a part of that as well. In terms of this fixture this weekend, you've played in thirty one of them. You've lost just nine. Do you remember the nine defeats more than the the others you haven't lost? Yeah, I think so. I think those are the ones that that stay with you um, the longest. And you know, I spoke about this a few times, but when when these fixtures come around, then you know you you, you very rarely get a second chance to, to put the ones that you lose, you put them right. Um, so it's important that when they come they come around, then you give everything that you possibly can, um, individually and collectively, to, to make sure it's a positive experience. This is the, well, if you both play, it'll be the 30th game you've played against James Tavernier. You've never played against a player more in your career. It's exactly the same for him. Does it feel that way that you seem to come up against him so often? I, to be honest, I never even I never knew that. I thought about it. Um, you know, I think there's there's too much going on when you, you get to these games. Um, you're, you're just focused on trying to help the team um, win them as much as you possibly can. So, you know, football throws up these little um, funny quirks every now and again, and um, you know, I wasn't aware of it, but you know, obviously, nice to see as well. You're obviously the the two captains. There is a big divide between the clubs. Is there still a, a mutual respect between the two? Just just given how often you've come up against each other. Yeah, of course, you know, he's done great as well. Um, you know, he's the, he's the captain of a big side, a big club as well. So, you know, you understand the, the responsibility that goes with that. And and uh, just for me and that side as well, what, what you need to give in your personal life to, to be able to do the job properly. So, you know, of course, there's a there's a mutual respect there. But, you know, of course, both of us are, are doing everything we can to make a club successful. And 
And when we, we cross that white line onto the pitch, then you know you, you you want to give everything that you can to like like I said, make your club successful. I think certainly back in the day there may have been sort of discussions between Celtic and Rangers captains. Does that still happen at all? Do the two of you ever talk at all? Have you ever bumped into each other? No. <laughs> Do you remember the, the first game you played against each other was actually down in England, Rotherham against Notts County. It's the only time you played against each other. That's a blast for the past, that one, isn't it? So, <laughs> can't, exactly, I can't remember what happened last week. Um, that oh, there you go, that shows you um, how long we've both been in the game now, so um, you know, I'm sure we're looking forward to facing each other again at the weekend. Callum, do you feel a win delivers a fatal blow this weekend? It certainly strengthens um, our position. Um, you know, we're sort of running out of games now, obviously. Um, our focus is, is, as always, to try and play our best game of the season when it comes next, and and this one is, is on Saturday, so we'll be trying to do the absolute maximum to win the game, and if we do, then of course we understand what the, the consequence of that is. Um, it puts us another win closer to where we want to be. Um, so for us, that's the full focus, um, and, and like you said, after the game, we'll see where we are. Pretty commanding performance in the first half. Uh, in the semi-final would you be looking for an improved performance from the semi-final as a whole? Uh, yeah we're always looking to, to get better um, you know like you said the the first half was you know really dominant really good in terms of how we kept the ball how we kept pressure on um, in that attacking half of the pitch as well you know the the passing sequences were really good the counter press was really good um, obviously second half we had to show something a little bit different so if we can try and, you know, second half, you know, emulate the performance that we had in the first half, then of course that's what we're always looking for. We're always looking for the sort of perfect game if if that exists. Um, and I'm sure the manager will, will push us to the absolute limit on that as well. There'll be no visiting fans come Saturday. There'll be no Celtic fans at Ibrox. Will that take away from the spectacle, in your opinion? I think it can a little bit. Um, you know, I think I've spoken about this before. You know, I think hopefully as a spectacle we can sort of get it back to you know where it was maybe a few years ago where there was bigger crowds in the stadium I think it just adds a little bit of something different um, so of course we have to accept it for the time being um, and you know my thought is that hopefully we can get back to you know having the, the bigger allocation what we've had a few years ago What difference but just how different is it when there's no way fans cheering your team uh, yeah, of course it's different. Um, you know, it's a hard enough fixture to go there with, with fans. Never mind, you know, without fans. So, of course, the the place becomes more hostile. We'll be looking to to use that to our advantage, of course, at the weekend. Um, so it does it adds something extra. Of course, the game's difficult anyway, but um, you have to go in with that sort of siege mentality that you know it's, it's you in there against everyone else and and trying to pick up a result. So, you know, hopefully we can harness that energy in the stadium and, and use it in a positive for us. You spoke about one Rangers fullback, the other Rangers fullback, Callum. Uh, you had a little spat with him in the last game. Is there something between you two? No, no. We're just, we're just uh, professionals trying to win um, win for our clubs and sometimes it boils over, but, you know, there's nothing in it. But it's very unlike you to get involved head-to-head, literally, with an opponent. Is, is that just a niggle of an old firm game? Yeah, sometimes you, you you know it means so much to you. It means so much to your supporters, and sometimes it can boil over. But you know, like I said, that's football. That's professional environment where you know you're desperate to win, and you you'll do anything to win. Just finished as soon as the, the full time whistle blows. Yeah, that's it. Um, like I said, during that ninety minutes, everybody's doing 
the best they can for the club. They're desperate to win the fixture. Like I said, it's professional football. It's it's, it's high intensity and, and sometimes it boils over. But you know, the minute the game stops, then you know it's it's, it's back to normal and um, there's no issue. Can I ask you about post season? Because if you get to the Scottish Cup final, it's June the third. Scotland have got two games, 17th and 20th. When do you get your break? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> I'll need to ask that. Um, that'll be after that, but um, you know, kind of used to that now as well with the, the internationals in the summer. Um, I've spoken about this before. If if you want to be a top player and, and you want to play in all these games and all these fixtures, um, then you know that's what you have to give to the sport. So you know, I'll be happy with a couple of weeks, maybe two and a half weeks, something like that, um, and then we're good to go again. Just in terms of any needle in this picture, Calvin Bonnie's point. Have you found that you've been able to get under the skin of an opponent in this fixture? Um, not that I'm aware of, no. Oh. Uh, so it's not something you actively say, I'm going to target this guy? No, no, just like I said, sometimes it, it boils up and the atmosphere gets involved and like I said, the players are just desperate to win, so um, I don't think there's any sort of premeditated in it, if, if you will, so it's it's just purely professional sport and, and everybody who's trying to win. Instinctive for you there? Yeah, that's it. Calum, this Celtic team has been very dominant in particular this season. Do you think when it comes up to derby games especially, there's a little bit more expectation from the fans? Um, yeah, I think so. I think, you know, at this club, you play big games every week, but I think when these ones come around, then of course there's an expectation. I think certainly when you when you play in the home fixture, everybody wants you to dominate and win and, and win well. So, of course, you have to live with that pressure. That's the way we want to attack the game. Of course, that's the way we want the game to play out. Um, sometimes doesn't happen like that, but you know our intention this week in training is to train really hard, um, make sure we're ready for the game, and and we want the game to look like how we want to play it. You know, high intensity, aggressive football, and hopefully we can go and dominate. The manager doesn't give much away coming up to these games, but do you try and give the other guys in the team a wee bit extra motivation? Then? <clears throat> Um, it's, it's probably not needed to be honest. Um, we we sort of train with that intensity every day. The gaffer's, you know, he demands a lot of us, and and he and he's got everyone on edge all the time. You're you're just desperate to do well from desperate to be in the team, and that sort of drives the the professional environment that we're all striving to get better, you know, individually, collectively. So I think when the game comes, it's you know that just becomes second nature to us, and you know adding a little bit in terms of the fixture, then you know I don't think we need any extra motivation, we understand you know, how big the game is and, and how big it is for the supporters. Callum, obviously you've had the upper hand in the derbies recently, but Rangers' results and performance have improved a lot in the last couple, although you've maybe got a good result, have you felt their levels come up in the last couple? Um, the game at home at Ibrox was, was a tough game, it's always a tough game. I um, thought we started the game really, really well. Of course, they're always going to have a spell in the game. That's, that's football, and, and when you play against a good opponent, then they'll have a spell in the game. I think what was excellent about us that day is we found a way back into the game um, to, to get the 2-2. And then the semi-final, I thought, first half, we were excellent. Second half, again, they come back into the game. So, you know, we expect similar. Um, at the weekend, they're a good side um, with decent pedigree in the last couple of seasons. So we have to respect that, of course. Um you know, from our perspective, I think we have to approach the game the way that we want to play. And there's obviously there's been a lot of talk about the gap between Celtic and Rangers and the rest of the league this season. How difficult is it to, I suppose, peak for these matches um, when it, it is quite a jump up in quality you're facing? Um, I don't think so. I think you know the way that we train, 
in the way that we play. I think if you watch us playing, there's always that intensity, there's always that aggression to to be as good as what we can possibly be. And I think we drive the standard internally for that. Um, of course, you know when you're playing against a sort of direct rival who 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 wants to beat you and try and overtake you on, on the table, then of course there's an added edge to it. But you know I think the way that we work, we are trying to drive that standard internally. So it doesn't really matter the opponent or you know Champions League, League Cup, whatever it is. We try and take the game to that same level all the time. Continue back to concern about brain injuries. Back in Billingham the old day, there were times when the players would spend whole training sessions hiding crosses. How different is training now? How conscious are you of head injuries now? And do you ever see a day when football could be played without heading them up? Um, of course, it's it's different now. Um, I think there's obviously a lot more conversation. There's a lot more protocols in terms of trying to protect the players for heading the ball as much. Um, and it's... I think it's a good thing because I think it helps the players, of course, the the medical staff and and the club will be well tied up on the sort of protocols to, to help minimise that risk. And I think, like you said, football's probably changed a lot. Um, as as far as with it heading, I, I'm obviously I don't know, um, but you know, as long as the player safety is is paramount to to the way that the game evolves, then I think that's a good thing. You mentioned the 2-2 game at Ibrox. Kyogo got his first derby goal in that game, but since then he's been really kicking on these derby games. How important do you think it'll be for him to be at the top of his game come Saturday? Yeah, he's always so important for us. Um, you know, he plays a really vital role in the team in terms of being the, the central striker to be in the box and, and finish off the chances that we get. Um, like you said, always good for him to get his first sort of derby goal and then backs it up in the in the cup final. So he'll be feeling good about himself. Um, as is everyone else, to be honest, we're in a good place. So, you know, come Saturday, we've done the preparation and, and we have to be ready to show up and put on a performance. Since Sands post came in, the team has won four derby matches and only lost two. What do you think it is that gives Celtic the edge over Rangers in these games? Um, I think generally in these games, if you if you turn up and, you know, you stick to the way that we want to play the game, I think if I look at the, the games that we didn't win, we maybe slightly came away from what we're about in terms of principles and, and how we want the game to look. Um, so I think if we, of course, we've prepared well all week and if we take that message into the game and perform in the games that we have won, that's what we've done. So, you know, I think that's the template for us moving forward. Network.